The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's first reading from Numbers chapter 24, we hear the story of Balaam and Balak. This takes place around the year 1300 BC. It's at the end of the wanderings through the desert. Israel is just about ready to enter the Promised Land. They've already encountered a couple of foreign kings and conquered them. And now this King Balak of Moab is afraid that he's next. And so he hires a well-known soothsayer named Balaam to curse Israel, thinking that if Israel is cursed, perhaps Israel's gods will abandon them, and then Balak's army can go and destroy Israel once and for all. Balaam just wants money, so he's interested in the hire, but he thinks maybe I should consult God first. And when he consults God, God tells him very plainly, you are not to curse the people that I have not cursed. And so Balaam relays that message to the emissaries of Balak. Well, Balak is not to be outdone. He sends another delegation to Balaam, this time with a greater price. And again, Balaam is enticed, and so he goes before the Lord again. And this time the Lord says, you can go to Balak on one condition, that you only speak the words that I give you to speak. So Balaam sets out to go to King Balak for this great reward, this money, because he's greedy. But on the way, he meets an angel with a sword ready to strike him down. Now he doesn't see him, but his donkey sees him. And the donkey's smart enough to turn aside and just to lay down. Well, Balaam thinks the donkey is lazy and gets a rod out and beats the animal. Then the donkey itself speaks in a human voice, says to Balaam, what have I done that you beat me three times? Then Balaam actually sees the angel and the angel speaks and says to Balaam, had the donkey not turned to the side, I would have put you to death. Well, now Balaam knows that he has to speak the words of God. And in fact, he does. Four times in the book of Numbers, he issues blessings upon Israel. Every time Balak wants him to curse, Balaam blesses. And the fourth and the final, the climax of the blessings we have in today's first reading. Quoted here, the oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, 
the oracle of the man whose eye is clear, the oracle of one who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, who falls down, but with eyes uncovered. How fair are your tents, O Jacob, your encampments, O Israel, like palm groves that stretch far away, like gardens beside a river, like aloes that the Lord has planted. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. The church fathers look at this great blessing, and they see not only a blessing, but a messianic prophecy. Because this is a prophecy that the star will rise out of Jacob, the star will be the Messiah. As well, that star will prompt the three magi from the east to follow the star and then give their gifts to the newborn child. Well, we have to now compare the first reading with the gospel. Because whereas Balaam just wanted to get money, he was greedy, but ended up doing God's will, he blessed Israel. Here we have in the gospel the very chief priests, the elders who are learned. They have studied the Old Testament. They know of these prophecies of the Messiah. But now they are willing, and they actually do curse the Messiah because it says they challenge his authority. They say, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? And ultimately, they will conspire to have Jesus put to death. Now, notice how Jesus responds. Ever so merciful, he returns with a question, hoping to prompt them to change their hearts and believe. So he poses this question about the authority of John the Baptist and they don't have an answer. Now, right there they should realize maybe they're not so smart as they think. They have to consult God as to who this person is who has just stumped them, but they don't. They go on and they conspire to have Jesus put to death. For us today, our response to this question of who Jesus is, what is our faith about, is really given to us in the responsorial psalm. Make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. Let us be open to being taught again and again and hear the voice of the Lord always giving blessings, not just to God in our prayers, but to our brothers and sisters, those who are in relationship with us, even our enemies, always blessing, never cursing, and the blessings of God will come upon us, and we will indeed shine like stars, always pointing to Christ.